0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Rain Delay Theater. I'm Jack Swakowski.
1: And I'm Jeremy Dionisio.
0: And welcome to the actual episode of our uh, excursion to the Cubs game on September 25th, 2017. It is now September 27th, a couple days later. And to quote uh, Nicolas Cage from The Rock... Kind of a lot's happened since then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, very good. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in to that uh, mini, mini, so check-in, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, we wanted to make sure we brought that to you guys um, just because we knew that it'd be a couple days um, <clears throat> before we could release the app, and, um, you know, last week of the season, lot's going on, um, so we wanted to at least time, uh, chime in in a timely fashion. Um, but let's uh, let's start off with uh, talking about what uh, what has happened in those last in these last two days. Well
0: uh, what happened was the Brewers uh, they ended up sweeping the Cardinals in a three game series on Monday through Wednesday. Uh, it's currently Thursday night the uh, Cubs Pirates game just finished the Cubs won three to nothing the Cubs are now one game ahead of the Brewers with both teams having three games left to play over the weekend.
1: Yeah, that's right the Cubs uh, salvaged I guess two games that ended up uh, uh, splitting that series. Um, you know, they, they dropped the first game to the, the White Sox and then won the last two. It's like, this is a bad time of year. It's a stressful time of the year to be losing like the first game. Like, you know, if you win two out of three in a three game series, you're, you're doing pretty good. But when you lose the first one, it's like, you're like, you think in your head, you've already lost the series. Yeah. So it's like, um, I was hoping for uh, a split. Like I would be, I would have been happy with a split, um, and they did it. But they just happen to lose those first two games and look pathetic doing it in the process.
0: Now, so. correct me if I'm wrong, Jeremy, but uh, the only way for the Brewers to win the division at this point is for the Brewers to sweep and the Cubs to get swept, right?
1: Oh God! I mean, you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't know because uh, the magic number is three. So okay, as soon as they can. Uh, Clinch is Saturday. Um, yeah, I guess that means if they lose one, I don't know. I'm gonna. I can't think. I can't do the math. Right okay.
0: Now. Okay. Well, let uh, let's say that uh, the two teams end up tied for first place. Uh, yeah. And have to play a game right. one sixty three on yep. Monday. Yeah. Uh, my first thought about that is uh, it goes back to the Washington Nationals game that they had to play a couple weeks ago on that Thursday yeah. when yeah. they had to fly there for the one off game. Right. Uh, to quote Mike Montgomery, uh, that was a game after the. Uh, after the game he said that game quote shouldn't have happened I believe those were his exact words right Uh, the Cubs uh, fought uh, tooth and nail for that game to be played on the Monday following the season right Uh, so you know hey this is why they played that game on that Thursday because there might be a a one game playoff on the Monday before the actual wild card games are can happen
1: yeah true true um yeah I don't know what uh what would have happened I mean there one of these years I, I feel like there's gonna be some sort of scenario where they're gonna have to like delay one of the games because they're gonna have to play like two they like theoretically there could be like two playoff games mm-hmm. played or whatever, like mm-hmm. if there was like a, a tie a three way tie or something. Yeah. But uh yeah, I don't know. So we'll we'll see what happens, but uh I I
0: yeah. guess going strictly hypotheticals because I don't think that we're gonna do another podcast before the wildcard games start yeah. Uh, if the Cubs and Brewers have to play a game 163 on Monday. Mm-hmm. That worries me. Uh, should the Brewers lose game 163, I think the Cubs will be in a much better spot if they, uh, whether they win or lose. The Brewers will likely burn uh, Hater in game 163 if they yeah, have to play the so. Cubs. Yeah. Uh, and that, that would be a big blow to them if they then lost and had to play the wildcard game.
1: Yeah, I mean, so I, I haven't looked at Hader's numbers super close, but uh, I mean... Has, has he pitched a one-inning game? I'm sure he has. has does he go back-to-back back when he pitches one inning?
0: Almost never. So Well, when he pitches one inning, yeah. um, that's a good question. because Honestly, it, it seems like they almost always give him two days of rest, regardless of how long he pitches. Okay. Uh, I don't know if they're just being extra careful with him or if he really does take that long to recover, um, having right. been a starter his whole career.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that, like, you know, they're they're starting to, you know, say these things about like like Chris Sales of the Chris Sales of the world, like they're they're just not physically like like big enough to like uh, handle like the this whole stretch of the series. Like they they talk about how Chris Sale breaks down sometimes mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. And yeah, Maybe because of like his his stature or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe they're. Uh, trying to stay ahead of it with with hater like, even more so, I guess. I well, don't
0: know. Uh, yeah, it, for sure. And I guess uh, just one more thing about the current state uh, of the two teams that we root for. Uh, I think that the, the Tigers really kind of scare me over a three-game series. I do feel like the Brewers could potentially drop two out of three. Of course, the Cardinals are uh, desperate as well. They need yeah. to play well to make the playoffs. I think at this point they've lost their playoff spot to the Dodgers.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're on the outside looking in currently, I believe. Um, but that's the whole thing. Like the, I mean, yes, of course, yeah. It's like the Cardinals are like in a even more, if you could believe in a even more dangerous position because they're they they are they're fighting for their lives at this point. And uh, you know it was going to be tough enough already. But um, it, I, honestly, if, if if they're what they've done in the first three games uh, or those three games against the Brewers is any indication, like. They they should continue to lay down because uh, yeah I don't know but did you see uh, was it it was yesterday that eighth inning for the for the Cardinals did you see those highlights
0: I was working uh, uh, yesterday they, I didn't get to see they lost, any of it they
1: lost two to one right uh-huh. yes um, yeah you know that I, I forgot... forget uh, I don't know who exactly it was some guy uh, fell over right fell yeah, yeah I didn't see that going play. to score the tying run <laughs> it was pathetic uh-huh it was freaking pathetic so anyway um you always like um hate the fact like oh it's like they you know they lost. They got swept by the Brewers, and then, then the, now they're coming in, in here to play the Cubs, and it's like, oh, well they could either continue losing or they're just going to sweep the Cubs now, mm-hmm. you know. So like, you know, who knows what's going to happen? But uh, yeah, so I want you know, I think it's worth talking about at the beginning of the the episode. Um, it's like I don't even know, like to, to to go back to like the who the probabilities and who's in and who's out. Like honestly, this this one is is really weird. Like the scenarios, this this. Uh, Playoff year or whatever. Because, like, okay, like I had I saw that the Cubs had clinched a playoff spot, and like I was like trying to do the math because no one was actually eliminated. The, the Cardinals were eliminated from the division hunt. Mm and i don't know if that's why the cubs clinch a playoff spot i don't know it's confusing but uh
0: so yeah I, I think that the brewers and cubs are guaranteed the division winner and the first the first wild card spot okay. um but yeah. yeah so i think the cards and dodgers are both still fighting the rockies are i have yeah. the diamondbacks been completely eliminated they're, they're yet? yeah they the, they're done
1: they're eliminated okay. yeah the, Car- the, the rockies have won like 7 in a row so like they're they're um they've pulled ahead in the west uh, division, so like, yeah, it's just, it's all up in the air. Still, it's crazy. Yeah. But. And
0: uh, and to say nothing of the American League. I think tonight, um, if the Yankees. Well, maybe they've won ninety eight games now, but no, they've won hundred. So uh, if if there's one more team, if they win hundred games. There could be three one hundred game winners in the AL. Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, would it be the A's or no? Not uh, no, the A's are the A's can't do it. They have ninety six wins. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well,
0: regardless, uh, it seems like the AL has been a lot of feast or famine. It's those teams at the top, and then there's a bunch of horrible teams: the Royals, the Orioles, uh, the White Sox. Yeah. Uh, they're all really bad. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, lot lot going on, and uh, well, who knows? The playoffs will be, be will have begun by our next podcast. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see where we're at. Yeah, it's true. Uh, So when we... Okay, so to the game we went to a a couple of days ago. Originally, uh, we may have mentioned this in the mini-mini-sode, but uh, we originally had bought tickets for the Indians White Sox game. We promised you guys one more shitty White Sox game. (laughs) and We we were going to deliver.
1: Yeah, I know. I was faced with the the ultimate uh, choice, the ultimate Sophie's choice. Do we go to a shitty White Sox game? Or a meaningful Cubs game. Yeah. And we actually had that discussion before we decided on the White Sox. Mm -hmm. Um, We were trying to decide what what game to go to, and... uh, Guys, we, we we got White Sox tickets for $3. That's an all-time low.
0: Yeah, well, actually, no, Jeremy, you pointed out that it wasn't, because well, a couple a couple years ago, <laughs> okay. we had uh, gotten t- uh, $4 tickets to a doubleheader, which is technically $2 <laughs> per game. There you I, go. I think you mentioned the only thing cheaper would be is if we literally charged the gates and got in for free.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, so yeah, we were like, and, and honestly, the Cubs tickets were like affordable, but we're like... Uh, you know, we wanted to to get to bring you that White Sox game just for sheer entertainment value.
0: Yeah, I think our, our your exact words were uh, more stuff seems to happen at White Sox games. Yeah, it's true, it's mm-hmm.
1: true. Um, and uh, luckily, um, we got a little mix a mixture of both, uh, so it was best of both worlds. I was I was fully prepared. You know, we've talked about um, like f- being at a White Sox game and thinking like, "There's a Cubs game I should be watching." Mm-hmm. Like we both had really important games that we should have been watching instead of being at the Sox game. So I was prepared. I brought, I was going to bring an extra battery. Mm -hmm. I was like prepared to like, just have the Cubs game on the whole time on (laughs) on my phone. (laughs) Um, uh, So luckily it didn't come to that. But so what happened was I was sitting at work, um, uh, like at like three o'clock, I think, or something like that. Um, and, uh, someone comes through the office and they're like, who wants free Cubs tickets? Um, and they were my works tickets um, and I was able to use them once before. They're they're good seats, and uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I want them. Mm-hmm. Me and my buddy are committed to this game, though. I have brought my White Sox cap with me to work. Yeah. Um. And uh, so I'm like, let me call my buddy really quick, and he's like, okay. Uh, and I'm like, and I couldn't get a hold of you, Jack, because you were at work. Yeah. And uh, I like, I was like, should I take these tickets and like deprive someone, even if we don't, if Jack doesn't want to go? I would, in my mind, I'm like, of course he wants to go, but I, I don't know, whatever. So anyway. He he couldn't get rid of him, so he came back and he's like, I still couldn't get rid of him, and I'm like, just give them to me. And like I was, I texted you, Jack, and I'm like, I made an executive decision mm-hmm. to, to go to the game, and it it actually worked out pretty much for for all accounts.
0: It did. Uh, logistically, it was it was better because we didn't have to do the long commute home. We both live on the north side, so we didn't have to come up. Uh from the south side. Also, however, uh, Jeremy, you mentioned you brought your uh, socks hat to work. Yeah. Uh, this was the first time, and you couldn't even remember how long that you didn't end up wearing a hat to the baseball game.
1: I was hatless at this Cubs game, and mm-hmm. I felt I felt naked. It was, yeah. It felt weird. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: uh, to to say nothing of the fact that you also had a, like a, a yellow and black T shirt on, so you were yeah. wearing Pirates colors. Yeah,
1: I know that was that was a weird thing too. I wore a yellow T shirt under under like my my uh, button down shirt uh, for work and. Uh, Uh, I was wearing black pants for some reason. I was like, the day before I was lamenting wearing these black pants. I'm like, I don't like how they fit. Uh But then my other pants, like I had another pair of pants that I was going to wear. They were dirty. And so I'm like, I I didn't even realize it until we were at the game. Yeah. And I was, yeah, it was a, it was was an odd situation to be in for sure. Yeah. uh If you believe in superstition. That's why the Cubs got shut out 6-0.
0: <laughs> so we weren't even sure uh, if the game was going to happen for a while. Yeah. Uh, as we were both uh, headed home from work, uh, the, the sky's got mighty cloudy. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. I Well, it, it was funny because like, I, I tweeted out from the account... Um, You know, we're sitting here holding tickets to the Cubs and the Sox, and it's just rain in the forecast.
0: Yeah. uh, So as I was, Jeremy got to the park before I did. So then I walked. I have about a twenty-minute walk from my apartment to Wrigley Field, uh, and I needed an umbrella. It was raining the whole way there. Uh, The game ended up getting delayed about one hour. It started at eight p.m. instead of seven p.m.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Fifty-five minutes, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, so I wonder, Jeremy, uh, if that rain delays. uh, So we're going to talk about this a lot more. But I wonder if that Mm -hmm. rain delays sort of brought out some of the riffraff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oddly enough, I don't know how that could have happened, but it just seemed like uh, you know, maybe other people thought it was gonna r- rain and they passed their tickets on to bums <laughs> to bums like us. Yeah, yeah, that's right, exactly.
1: That's how those people were able to get in, I guess. Yeah. Um yeah, yeah, we said it had it oddly had a White Sox feel to mm-hmm. it. Um I likened it to like You know, just, like, when you're downtown in Chicago, when you're just downtown, like, too late, you know? And Mm -hmm. it's, like, it changes from, like, people, like, work people to, like, the street (laughs) urchins or whatever. Like, the weird downtown people. Yeah. Like, a dude with, like, a shopping cart and a big bag and, like, a dirty suitcase or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's, like, get away from me! Uh, You know, like, and, like, uh, that's, yeah, it had that vibe. It's, like, things shifted, even though it's not, like... People could come in and out, but it's just weird. It's, like, something about, like, being there after, like, 10 p.m., like, turn the people. Like, they started turning into, like baseball werewolves or something I don't know it was weird and so we we have some accounts about it
0: yeah well we uh so we did the smart thing when we were sitting through the rain delay and we didn't buy our scorecards until uh you know until they announced that the game was actually going to for start. sure I'm not uh, going to get ripped off at
1: two dollars no no I've
0: <laughs> actually I've actually done that before at the yeah. Cubs game I bought a I bought a scorecard and had the game get rained out yeah it was super that, lame that
1: happened to me too and then I <laughs> it was uh in 2015 when they they got rained out against the Royals and they replayed it it was like a may game or something yeah. and they played it in september and i kept the scorecard and i brought it back that's awesome um it got like all waterlogged and stuff but i, I brought it back nice
0: so, there you go nice um well we uh we didn't get to we usually go in through the left field entrance and uh we have a buddy well we, not really our buddy <laughs> but he's like our buddy he uh he, he runs the uh the scorecard table where they sell the booth where they sell the yeah, scorecards
1: big catfish or something <laughs> like that eh, ball program he's definitely an upseller i think he tried to upsell you once jack
0: yeah and he always wants me to take the pencil but like yeah. i don't he, he forces it on me but i don't want it we oh bring how does pencils. he go
1: again how does he do you, yeah. you, did you the, want a pencil yeah he, <laughs> that's right i wonder if i call him a catfish man the first time because we did talk about this guy I almost we have. forgot. We yeah have. he did he actually did upsell my my friend i went uh, um to another game with my friend and uh he he did the upsell work because like the scorecard's two bucks, mm-hmm. the program is five dollars, mm-hmm. and the yearbook is like five dollars or something. And so he's like, for three for ten bucks, you get all three. Uh huh. And it's like that sounds like a deal, but it's like it's it's not. Whatever, you don't really want the other things. Yeah. And you're only saving the two dollars for the scorecard, which is the only thing you actually want. Yeah. So like, I don't know. So um. He did upsell my friend. He's like, "Oh, okay, cool." And I was like, "Ah, damn it!" Oh my man! Friend. Yeah.
0: Well, anyway. he, he somehow he he packed up shop before the game yeah. started. Yeah. Uh, yeah so they, we, have a,
1: they have a timeline, I guess. Yeah. To get out of there. Yeah.
0: So we had to buy our scorecards from the nearby gift shop.
1: Yeah. There's a little like there's like a new like little mini. There's like five gift shops in that place now. Yeah. They're just they anywhere there was a, a spot they like put a gift shop. And so this is the one in like yeah down the left field line. Yep. So we went in there to buy the the, the scorecards and like the in there, are super nice. We actually let the lady know that the game was starting.
0: Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like,
1: uh, she's like, oh, it's official now. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, but we saw, we saw one of these guys. This is a precursor. We didn't like identify that the crowd was going to be weird um, at the time. But there was, there was a weird of, uh, incident that, like, it's like it's like uh you know, the weird thing that happens in the horror movie on the way to the, the mansion or something, right. you know? Yeah. So there's a guy in the uh a gift shop and he looked just like some weird like Goomba, like just some like <laughs> just some like dude like it, like one of those like older guys with like like salt and pepper with like gray hair but he like looks youngish. Yeah and he's wearing like like his blue jeans are just a little too light and he's wearing like white gym shoes and he's wearing like a windbreaker or something yeah like, he could
0: have been uh on, on the sopranos yeah
1: like a yeah like a low level like a rogues gallery type of guy right uh and like and so he was saying something. he like i we, we we didn't catch what happened but he like i think what happened was he handed the lady behind the counter something to hold on to and he's like bro i promise you i'll be back i'll buy something i'll buy three things <laughs> it's like, what kind of, what kind of transaction did he just participate in that he like had to make a promise to buy something? Like, I think he gave her the bag so he could go to the bathroom, but then he was still in the store afterwards. He like just moved over, like like, he just went over to look at something after making this promise of buying something. Like, I don't know what the deal was, but yeah, it's like, yeah, I'll buy something. I'll buy three things.
0: That's that's so weird. Uh, That's like, well, that's like when you offer to uh, buy something at a restaurant just so you can use their bathroom. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Um, yeah, maybe he wanted to sit down or something, like in, in on the carpet or something. Yeah,
0: I I, I don't know. We should we should have stayed around to to see what was happening, but we had to we had to get to our seats, we which had, were very
1: good. Yeah, yeah, the seats were were nice. They were right below um the press box. Mm-hmm. Actually, like yeah, if someone if we were on the writer's side. Um, but if one of the writers like, you know, wanted to lower down like a, a hot dog or something, it would have <laughs> landed right in our lap.
0: Yeah, we mentioned that they were good foul ball seats, but nothing really came near us. Yeah, yeah, uh, nothing during the
1: game. Yeah, nothing, nothing too close. But um, I will say, okay, so um as we were walking into our seat, uh, we saw the first pitches. Uh-huh. And um, uh, now here's an interesting thing. When I walked into the stadium, we we talked about how we were gonna start keeping track of uh, jerseys that yeah. we saw. Um, I think this was interesting. I'm I, walking in before you even showed up. I saw a guy wearing a, a blue Cubs jersey with gold lettering, which is like what they wore uh, on opening day after in 2017 after they won the World Series. Yeah. Teams now traditionally the World Series winning team for that first home series will wear like the regular uniforms with gold lettering. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. So the Cubs had that. Um, incidentally, the Cubs wore their white home uniforms that day, but he had a blue. Uh, jersey oh yeah um, with the gold letters and it said jones one on it mm-hmm. and so i was like wow that's pretty cool this guy's got a gary jones jersey yeah they're a uh, former third base coach former third base coach yeah. um who always had a caved in hat his head the top of his hat was always like indented in and i was like how does that happen yeah we talked about low profile i don't know if we talked about it on the podcast but low profile high profile hats yeah um you know uh, we're both low profile guys um but uh, Gary Jones must have had, like, an extra high hat because it was always caved in on the top, which seems improbable. That's weird. And uh, I
0: remember him being kind of short, too. Yeah, yeah. He
1: was like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah. So he, he must have, I don't know, he, he, he was from a day when they, they only had one type of profile, like crown hats or whatever. It was mm-hmm. tie. Anyway, it gave him the ultimate like laid back doesn't care look, which is not really what you want in a third base coach. No. But anyway, um so I'm like, that, that's pretty crazy. He's got a Gary Jones jersey. A, a, a thing that I would ridicule White Sox fans over, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool for a Cubs fan. So I'm a, I'm a Cubs hypocrite. Uh-huh. But anyway, so we were walking to our seats and who should come out to to throw out uh, the first pitch? But Mr. Jones. Yep. Mr. Jones and me. Yeah, I was Growing thinking the same the thing. First pitch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but um, I forgot Steve Jones or something was his name. I don't remember what his name was. Yeah. But his name was Jones. He was like a fan. He was a guest of the Tribune or some crap, yeah. whatever. Um. So in that moment, we realized that he didn't have. That he wasn't wearing a Gary Jones jersey, that he was actually wearing a custom, a personalized jersey.
0: Yeah, yeah. It would be like wearing a a jersey of the reliever Joe Smith, but your name was actually Smith and it wasn't the custom job.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I guess that can lead into a topic that we we have to talk about is personalized jerseys. I think we talked about it, like we touched on it briefly, but let's let's dig in really quick.
0: Yeah, Um, yeah. Well, um, uh, so you mentioned, Jeremy, that it... Uh, well, we didn't really touch on this at the stadium, but is it acceptable to have a personalized jersey when there are players with that name? All
1: right, these are my terms and conditions for having a personalized jersey, okay? You can have a personalized jersey if your name is the last name of a player that was on that team, mm-hmm. and uh, you get that the number of that player. Okay. So if your name is, um, uh, you know... ricardo bryant yeah you can get a bryant jersey (laughs) with number 17 on it Uh uh-huh but you can't get like whatever you can't get like a uh you know dionicio jersey sure so there you go if you and okay you can get a customized jersey yes if you're if your player uh if your last name is the same as a player and you have to get their number that's how you can customize your jersey or or if you had one major league plate appearance in a game, you can get a customized jersey of
0: yourself. Yes, nice. So if I
1: had been drafted by the Cubs, you know, toiled around in the minor leagues for a couple of years, been brought like was brought up, made my major league debut. Had one plate appearance, and I like you know got hit in the knee, and then retired. I can get a jersey with Dionisio on the back.
0: Nice, nice. But if you just toiled away in their system and never got that cup of coffee, it would just be pathetic to get that <laughs> jersey.
1: It would yeah. be disallowed and uh, frowned upon. You could get a, an Iowa Cubs jersey if you made it up to AAA. Okay. So okay. I guess what I'm saying in essence is that you can't get a customized jersey. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I hate I hate them. I personalized jerseys. You don't deserve to have one. I no. hate. Seeing like you know butt kiss 31 or something on a Cubs jersey or whatever like like uh, you know. I- you know, abalone, donny, donny, do like yeah. five, you know? Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah. Uh,
0: it's like getting a, even worse than like a, van, a bad vanity plate. Yeah. Um, yeah. Ricardo Bryant, uh, the fans were just <laughs> big Ricardo Montalban fans. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah.
0: So, um, okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, personalized jerseys. Uh, we did see some other good jerseys, though, as we were walking to our seats. We saw Chet Stedman jerseys. Yeah. These
1: are examples of, of uh, jerseys that you can get uh-huh and our according to the rain delay theater uh rules
0: yeah now we were talking about possible like uh you know deep tracks from the uh uh, uh rookie, rookie, of, rookie the of, the of the year uh yeah. movie uh yeah. so you said you'd never seen you've seen a rowan Gardner jersey. i have seen rowan never Gardner. seen a daniel stern one of like his character's name we couldn't think of that yeah i know name. i could
1: imdb it now but I, I yeah it. We'll, it, we'll skip it yeah <laughs> and, or
0: like the manager's name yeah. uh Boston pfeffer yeah, yeah, but uh, there's also uh, you know if you were like going to buy an Indians jersey, there yeah. would be a lot of good jerseys from Major
1: League Taylor Seven.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so, so th- you know, those are acceptable like movie references. Um yeah. You said you also saw a Keith Moreland jersey. Is Keith, that-
1: Keith Moreland is sitting right in front of us. Yeah. Uh, the jersey, not mm-hmm. the guy. But mm-hmm. uh, again, acceptable. Get that guy. Get uh-huh. that jersey. Don't get your own name because you don't deserve it. Right. Right, And if someone, now what happens if a family member gives you a custom jersey and they don't know the rules? I would say
0: that you just, it sits in your closet, you know, (laughs) you don't wear it.
1: That's fair. Yeah, that's true. Um, we should mention that we, we talked about on the, uh, the check-in, uh, uh little, uh, blurb is, uh, on the walk home, we saw a James Russell jersey. We,
0: we did. So, yeah, we mentioned this, but I was thinking about that. Oh. Uh, so I was thinking about this today. At, okay. Uh, actually. Uh, okay. So, you know, all of the brouhaha, um, and, and still ongoing about, uh, about Addison Russell and the, uh, ongoing investigation into, uh, you know, his, uh, the allegations of abuse from his wife, which, uh, seems like they're, you know. He's, he's right now. He's been placed on administrative yeah. leave now for the rest
1: of the it, season. It seems like they, well, I read like Ken Rosenthal had an article in the Athletic saying that they have information. Found. There's yeah, they have more inf- additional information. So okay. it, it seems not good. For
0: no, it's, it, it doesn't seem good. Uh, Jeremy and I at the game were speculating whether or not uh, Addison Russell played his last game for the Cubs. But uh, you know that's that's a whole uh, another topic. Uh, yeah. However, um, I think that like this guy like kind of took a risk wearing a russell jersey sure. is, is james russell too obscure to like he's like oh yeah definitely nobody will think that this is an addison russell jersey <laughs> they'll be like you know like how many people besides us really even were like oh james
1: russell right because if anything they would think people would think it's an addison russell yes jersey. yeah so i don't know maybe he's trolling the world or something it, i don't know it could be i'm i'm, I'm definitely for an obscure jersey mm-hmm. like I do think like if you're going too obscure, it's a real cry for help. Yeah, not not that I wouldn't do it. I wanted to get a Chuck McElroy jersey, which mm-hmm. was a, a relief pitcher. I remember from, him from the from the Cubs, mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't get um, a small C. And okay, I didn't want to get too bit like a big M, big C. So was he I, a lefty? He was a lefty. Yeah. he wore glasses. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He's he's hitting all my my you know touchstones for a favorite <laughs> player. Um, but um, yeah. So uh, uh. James Russell is like it's it's way too obscure. Yeah, it's like it's not even like a funny like if you're gonna go super obscure like maybe pick someone funny yeah, or, like something. or something. Yeah, like Brian Schlitter. Something
0: that would have been that would be, that, great. A, that, would be a, that would be a good jersey to own yeah. actually. Yeah, and that would need to be a custom job. I guarantee you, you would not be able to probably find one of those. Right, and
1: that might go against like MLB's rules and regulations. Like you can't get like you know bro 69 or something like, <laughs> um you know they, like for a while nfl banned uh, getting ron mexico seven jerseys oh. because of the michael vick uh thing okay do you know the ron mexico thing? no i don't ron mexico was the name that he used to check in at like uh hotels or whatever yeah i don't know if there was some sort of like uh, nefarious connections with that like he was checking in to meet or something yeah I don't know, but yeah I think, it, I think it was like how he like i don't know ron mexico yeah his name yeah he checked in under ron mexico and so, okay. so people would be getting falcons mexico seven jerseys and like the nfl because you have to type in the name like yeah. to customize the jersey on the website they put in like a you know an algorithm that would like disallow getting that jersey that's hilarious point. yeah so they they might think that you were trying to like you know uh Trying to type in like boobs in a calculator or something like with yeah. Schlitter. It's like oh, <laughs> these, these guys are trying to get away with something. We better block this <laughs> sch- Schlitter jersey. <laughs> now,
0: one more thing about one
1: more thing about jerseys
0: is that yeah. I'm sure there were a lot of people who uh, actually own Addison Russell jerseys.
1: You you own it? You own an Addie jersey? <laughs> That's what I was. That was my one point I wanted to get oh. to shoehorn in there. I have an Addison Russell jersey. <laughs> yeah. So I was yeah.
0: gonna say now, uh, his his name is and rightfully so is forever tarnished. now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I mean, sure. what do you? Do? do with that jersey because um, it's probably I cost you a guess. pretty penny um, and it's probably a nice jersey. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think what I do is uh, elect him to uh, the Supreme Court. I, mean, <laughs> I don't know. No, okay. Um, I, you know, it is tough. And, and here's the thing. My Addison Russell jersey is the 2016 uh, All-Star jersey, yeah. which I'm like – in love with Mm -hmm. because it's those Padres colors yeah I I did think about this for a while because like I wanted to wear that jersey the rest of my life because I love it so much and I'm like what if Russell doesn't pan out or whatever um and, like, you know, I could have got... Because that, that was the year that the entire starting infield was Cubs. Yeah. So I could have got Zobrist, uh, Bryant, uh, Rizzo, and uh, uh, Fowler made it, too. Mm-hmm. Even a Fowler one would be better to have than yeah. Addison Russell at this yeah. point.
0: Oh, yeah. And you could troll... I mean, if anything, you would just be trolling Cardinals fans. Yeah,
1: exactly. So, um, I don't know. What what do I do? I don't know. It's, it's tough. Yeah, because I love... I damn love that jersey, man. But, uh, I don't know. Maybe this will... Preserve it's like uh, you know mint condition now. I just will not right. ever take it out of the out of the closet anymore. I guess. <laughs> oh, well, I don't know.
0: Well, uh, speaking of personas non grata,s uh, yeah. we. Um, we, uh, we, we got a, an actual ticket stub for this game. Uh, we did, yeah. Uh, so, many, so many times now, your ticket is just uh, on a phone. Uh, it's a barcode. And if it's not a barcode, I think like the one we had for the Brewer game was just kind of your typical, uh, y- you know, just printed off of a machine. Oh, right. That just All it says is Brewers versus Cubs, 7.05 uh, p.m. on the date. Exactly. It doesn't have a, a special picture on it. So these were, we got like the season ticket holder. We did. Uh, uh, tickets, which always have like a picture of a, a player on it. Yeah. And and uh, perhaps uh, a bad omen for the Cubs, <laughs> uh, ours had you Darvish on it.
1: Yep. That's, who? Who? You Darvin, Who's that? (laughs) that
0: Well, it's actually it's actually kind of a neat picture too. Yeah, they're Um, like
1: sketches or something. Yeah,
0: yeah. This is a cool this is a cool ticket. I mean, so when we just get like the generic ticket stubs, I've uh, sort of stopped hanging on to them. Yeah, right. uh, Because it's just kind of a pain to keep with your scorecard. But I'm gonna keep this one because it's actually neat and uh, it could be funny to look back on and laugh at (laughs) in a couple of years.
1: Yeah, for one reason or the other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But certainly, yeah. When when you're walking out of the stadium or when you're like getting home at the end of the night and you're like, you just if you're Cubs fan, and you just witnessed a six to nothing loss to put them a mere half game ahead of the Brewers, and you pull out of your pocket a new Darvish uh, ticket stub, and you're thinking well, he would have started this game because Mike Montgomery took his place, so yep. he would have been starting tonight. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you kind of feel a little, a little bad. About uh, what could have been, and like maybe Darvish could have uh contributed like two and a half wins above replacement player or something. Yeah, and maybe they wouldn't be in this position, but uh, such is the situation, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh. So Jeremy, just looking at this ticket too, I don't think we really saw this. Uh. The the face value on this ticket is forty nine dollars and twenty eight cents.
1: Yeah, and that's um that and even when you look at season tickets, um, they have an average printed on there, like so. That's not. They were they were probably more money face value if you bought them off the website.
0: Oh wow, yeah. So a high price ticket that the Cubs got nothing from us, no, uh, and no. a high price player who the Cubs also got nothing from. Ironic, but yes,
1: the through the transitive property, we paid three dollars for those tickets. <laughs> so there you go, we got something.
0: So I had commented to Jeremy, um, uh, this was one of those things where it, it sort of felt like we we weren't supposed to to be there. Um, sure. Yeah. You know, it's uh, uh, so I was thinking, of course, you know, hey, who knows? Maybe we'll end up seeing something great right. uh, to which Jeremy ever the cynic said, or something great will happen at the White Sox game.
1: Yeah. And I guess if you're a White Sox fan, something great did happen. We Jack, I broke the news to you today yeah. <laughs> at the Sox. They were trailing four, four to two, I guess, when we left uh, when the Cubs game ended. And, uh, they ended not, they were going into the ninth inning, I feel like eighth or ninth inning. Yeah. They were
0: losing four to two, like the whole game, like that nobody had scored since like the early innings of that game. Yeah.
1: And so I broke the news to you that the Sox actually came back and scored three in the bottom of the ninth and beat the Indians. Yeah, it was
0: a complete shock to me. It shows you how much I have been paying attention to the Sox <laughs> the last couple days. Well, they yeah. lost. I think they lost ten to two yesterday. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah uh, so, however, so so we didn't we didn't end up seeing uh, really anything no. uh, uh, super remarkable uh, at, at well either game. We sort of Jeremy, I think we sort of did an anti legue. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. With that game, uh, we have said that a full legue. Uh, uh Well, do you, do you want to get into the whole Lagu thing, Jeremy? Le- we mean? can I talk about it really, really d- cool, cool yeah. quickly. Um, yeah. Yeah,
1: so the Lagu's are the, the father-son uh, trash combo that, that <laughs> ran on the field at the White Sox game and uh, attacked uh, Tom Gamboa, the third base coach of uh-huh. the—I uh, think he was the third base coach of the Royals. Okay. Um, Here's the thing, though. I, I, I told you about this at the time. I conflated the two stories because— of course, the White Sox have two separate stories of people running on the field <laughs> and attacking someone on the fucking field. So there was actually another group of, or I don't know if it was one guy or two guys who went out and attacked Laz Diaz, the umpire. Okay. So that guy, that guy actually was the one who like, it came out in court that he had been dr- at the Cubs game that day drinking yeah. and yeah. then he went to the White Sox game. But we called it the Lagoo legu or legue or Lagee or whatever, whatever you pronounce it. Uh-huh. Um. And so, like, yeah, the full legue was was going to the White Sox uh, at night, and the the Cubs in the day, and the White Sox at night. Yeah, um, and so actually, he, the full legue is actually getting rip roaring drunk and r- <laughs> running on the field and attacking someone. So we didn't go f- <laughs> completely. We went four fifths legue, I guess, that day.
0: Uh, you ra- you rarely uh, get faced with the dilemma of uh, having to go to a White Sox or a Cub, like yeah. choose between the two because they're rarely yeah. at home uh, playing on the same night. Yeah. Well,
1: it's funny. So, what happened in the office when uh, they um, they offered me the tickets? Like, you know, I had a bunch of coworkers around me. We all like work in one big room, and uh, um, I, I heard I like to keep a low profile at work. I don't like to like give my coworkers anything to to, to talk to me about, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and so, you know, the guy offered me the tickets, and I felt like everyone was looking at me. And like, I'm like, I have White Sox tickets, and uh, you know, my boss said like. Uh, I I would consider this an upgrade. Mm -hmm. And he's a White Sox fan. Yeah, And then uh, another friend, another coworker um, was like, uh, well, I I said like, well, we only did pay $3. And he's like, I was like, I can afford to eat that loss. And then he's like, that sounds about three dollars too too much to pay for the White Sox. So they were they were they were giving the Sox a hard time as well.
0: For sure. Yeah. Uh, now, one thing I was kind of sad we missed uh, at the Sox game was all of the scoreboard stuff. So it was going to be yeah. our last chance uh, to see uh, yes. so to see any of the stuff on the scoreboard uh, the, the ridiculous things that they do. So Jeremy and I have not really talked about uh, the Cubs scoreboard uh, presentation, just sort of their uh, all of the game day uh, goings on uh, at Wrigley Field, because uh, there really isn't as much at, at, as at the White Sox. It's
1: kind of like a good umpire. It's like, when when you don't have anything to say about them, it means they're doing their job. Yes. <laughs> and so it's like the Cubs, like, broadcast, the scoreboard uh, presentation of the Cubs is perfectly fine, mm-hmm. and it, there's nothing really to comment on. It's like, they do little skits, and they're like, they're they're cool, and they're, they do like fun facts and games and everything. It's yeah, like, they
0: have a kid's drawing uh, and then they have the players try to guess which player was drawn. Right, In this case, yeah. I think it was Zobrist. Zobrist, they've been playing yeah. that
1: one a while. Have they? I okay. But
0: well, well. so I was, Jeremy, I was thinking that if we had gone to the White Sox game, we would have seen the uh, season finale of, br- uh, of Brewing with Ricky. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, I think
0: that the season finale, the big twist at the end would be that uh, Goose Island would fire Ricky and hire
1: Joe Madden. I
0: think that would be a, a perfect way to go with it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly yeah they would, they would they would they would like hire some like joe madden alike. Mm-hmm. yeah
0: of course uh so so they also had a, a thing so he, the cubs I, will
1: real oh, quick i yeah. was gonna say i i picture the season finale this is what i would pitch in the writer's room for mm-hmm. the season finale of, of brewing with ricky is <laughs> ricky is leaning over a vat of beer and then he falls in And he's, like, struggling to, like... Because he can't swim. He's struggling to, like, stay above the surface area. And then he, like, has a moment of, like, peace. And then he just, like, smiles and looks up. And then just his head goes under. He just drowns to death in a vat of beer. Smiling all the way down. (laughs) We'd have to... That one would probably get uh, shut down by the White Sox uh, uh, um, uh, standards and practices. But... Pro- oh well,
0: probably. Yes. Uh, so the the Cubs do uh, they do player polls um, at yeah. uh, for the one of, for the scoreboard promotion. My my problem with uh, the stuff that they have uh, with the players when they interview players is that it's very hard to hear. They don't turn the volume yeah, up too much, so I really I really you really can't get a good grasp of what's being said. So this player poll was uh, they took a poll um, of who would you most like to go camping with on the team. Okay, um, and so you know one guy I forget who it was said like. Elmora, because he likes to go fishing. And another guy said, oh, Schwarber, because I bet he would make really good s'mores. And then they (laughs) show John Lester, and he goes... I'd go with Rizzo just to, for the sheer entertainment value of seeing Rizzo try to camp. Like, it's like, why, why do you gotta like uh, do a personal attack on the guy here? Like, yeah, oh,
1: supposed to, we're supposed to be having fun here. John. Yeah,
0: yeah. See, see, John Lester's one of those guys who'd be like, oh, wh- wh- what do you, what do you mean you don't know how to uh, attach a trailer to a pickup truck? Yeah. Like, he, he would probably just give you, give, be one of those guys who just gives you shit about all the manly stuff you don't know how to do. I
1: bet you drive one of those solar powered trucks. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. So like that. Was um you know, all, all the other guys were just kind of clowning with it. And, of course, John Lester takes it seriously. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh,
1: Did you see who John Lester's uh, guest of honor was in that crowd tonight? I
0: was going to say, unfortunately, <laughs> it seems like Lester got some extra juice because, like, John Lackey was, was in attendance yeah. with, his, uh, with his wife.
1: Yeah, his big horse teeth and a beer. He was drinking, like, a weird drink or something. Yeah. It wasn't even a beer.
0: No, no. He was wearing, like, he was wearing a, a golf hat. Yeah. I, I mean, I know the guy pitched for a lot of different teams, but, like, at least we're a, a baseball hat.
1: Yeah, I know, yeah. He's he's golfing with Kevin Millar in, in Texas. That's what he does, I think. Really? No, he lives he down the street from Kevin Millar oh, God. in, like, Austin. uh uh-huh. Which, again, is, like, he doesn't deserve to live in Austin. No, he's He should not... live in friggin' Fort Worth or something. Yeah, he's
0: not, like, hipster enough to live in Austin. Yeah,
1: I know. He, he like, wants the, the like, the good part of Texas or whatever. But, uh, yeah. Anyway.
0: So uh so so that was that was the player poll. Um uh other than that I uh they they do that they do the hat flip, but I, I don't really I don't really like those kind of presentations, so I yeah. just sort of
1: tuned out during I, it. I know I wish that they like, you know, it, it's fine, it's it's classic, I guess, mm-hmm. but like um it seems like it's not hard anymore. Maybe they make it purposely not that hard, but it you know, you 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 watch it if you really you know, if you really pay attention to it, you, you can you can win, whatever. You can you can identify where the ball is. But, I mean, overall, though, like, um, you know, I think that the, the thing with the kids in the drawing that's cute, like, um, I like how they do, like, the, like, six degrees of separation or whatever yeah. between a new player and an old player. Like, that's cool. Yeah,
0: we've been trying to figure out the dynamic for that. So it'll start off with, like, a current player, and then it'll go back about five years to, like, the Nate—specifically this one was Rizzo to Nate Shearholtz in 2014, okay. Okay. to Barry Bonds in 2007 with the Giants. Shearholtz played with Bonds. Mm-hmm. Bonds played uh, with uh, Rick Ruschel uh, yeah, Rick in Ruschel. like ni- Rick Yeah, Rick, is it Rochelle? Ruschel? Ruschel. uh yeah. in, in 1987 when he was with the Pirates. Uh, okay. And that went all the way back to... Uh, Ruschel played with uh, Billy Williams in 1972 on the Cubs. Okay. Uh, yes. So uh, we were thinking... I was thinking, I've been trying to figure out what, what the formula is for what players... They to use. <laughs> yeah. So maybe it was a former pirate, like a for, an, a guy from an opposing team. Although I feel like that's not always what it's been. I don't
1: think so because I actually think they showed that one at the last game that I was at, yeah. which was um, Diamondbacks. Maybe okay. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I'm not sure if there is one specifically. Man, a like,
0: repeat of Zobrist and a repeat of that. Uh, hey, yeah, you know they're, they're going to sell tickets whether or not they play good stuff on the scoreboard. Yeah, so yeah.
1: they're on reruns at this point. Yeah. Uh, so we
0: uh, we mentioned that uh, there was some weirder. Stuff than normal uh, going on with the fans. Yeah. So, uh,
1: it's, it feels great to be able to talk about the fans at, at a Cubs game. Yeah, right? yeah. And there's there's two and there's two uh, prongs here of, of this fan talk. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the lighter one first, and then. Allow me to rant later.
0: Okay, yeah, uh, and we should mention that Jeremy was. Yes, I was going
1: to say Jeremy rant warning. It's coming out. Okay,
0: good, and we. we, I should mention too. uh, You were you've been positively despondent uh, in the last two podcasts about the Cubs, uh, you know, current state of affairs. So I'm actually almost kind of glad they won tonight. So we just got (laughs) a little bit happier of a Jeremy. Yeah,
1: you're getting. You guys are getting a better episode because the Cubs eked out a win.
0: Uh, So there was uh, in front of us, a couple rows in front of us. Uh, There was an awkward date unfolding uh, throughout the evening. Jeremy and I were were trying to figure out uh, the dynamic between these two. There were were four people in front of us, two guys, two girls. Yeah,
1: yeah, two couples. um, And, uh, yeah, I mean... Uh, yeah, we we noticed these people earlier on, and then like we were we were we were wondering what was going on because like it was clear that one couple they, they were like cuddling or whatever. Yeah, and the other couple was was not touching each other. No,
0: no. Um, and so uh, the, this other couple was like uh, we'll just say this. Yeah. So the guy was uh, just the girl was way out of this dude's league. Yeah, uh, the girl
1: was quite attractive. Yeah,
0: so she had been set clearly one of the two people who was in the couple. St- were trying to set these two up Or they both were Like maybe yeah. the guy was the guy's friend And the girl was the girl's friend And yeah. they were trying to play matchmaker That's
1: kind of how I felt
0: yeah. uh, They did it very poorly yeah. uh, So this guy it, At least in my opinion From what it looked like So this guy like He wasn't talking to the girl at all no, Like he during the
1: game striking out No he
0: was Yeah he was striking out uh, big time he, he, he
1: never looked at her He was facing forward the whole time Yeah It's like dude turn your body towards her And like you know, engage with her. Yeah, it seemed it. He was kind of like a taller dude, and it, it seemed like his knees were up, and his hands were just on his knees the whole time. He was looking forward. He was like, yeah, okay, what? Like, he was so unanimated that it's like, what. This is fucking boring. This is boring for me to watch from this far away. I can't imagine how boring it is, like, sitting right next to the guy.
0: Yeah, yeah. At least, like, try to make her laugh or something. Yeah, yeah. So he drank a... They were all drinking
1: quite a bit, but he drank, like, a bunch of beers during the game. Did he drink? Because I noticed that she was drinking a lot. Yeah, she was drinking a lot. She she left at some point, like, in the seventh inning. She did that, like, last minute, the last call beer run, Mm -hmm. and she only came back with one. So maybe she was behind him or something? Yeah, maybe trying
0: to alleviate her own boredom. Um, maybe, yeah. <laughs> but so at one point too, I noticed, I don't know where this guy got it from, but he had like a, a Wrigley Rita, which is like, <laughs> which is like the, uh, the Wrigley field margarita. Now, yeah. first, first, what I'm going to say is if you're buying a mixed drink at a baseball game, you are a chump. Yeah. I'm sure that true. thing costs about $13 and you know, you're getting a weak pour. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, not yeah, going to sure. be good. Yeah. So he, he was drinking it and they serve it out of uh, a glass jar. Um, okay. Yeah. And so he was drinking it out of this glass jar. And so then, then at the end of the game, uh, after they'd he'd had about three or four more beers, including this Wrigley Rita. At, at the end of the game, uh, <laughs> once once everything had cleared out, these four people were still there. Yeah. Well, the couple like the couple left, like yeah. uh, and probably to like. Give these pe- give these other two some space so they could like be alone and like actually maybe this guy would try to engage a little bit with the yeah. with the uh, girl. Uh, so, but but anyway, they just ended up sitting there for like another inning and they left. Yeah. Uh, the girl when they get up, the girl immediately like gets on her phone and starts ignoring this guy. Yeah,
1: I don't know if she like got a call and walked away. Yeah, and like that was it, and the guy was just like followed her and like well night's no, over. Or yeah, whatever, or whatever. But or she like straight up. Started dialing. You yeah, know. yeah. But but she walked away. They walked away. Um, her about like a half length of the aisle ahead of him mm-hmm. on her phone. And she, it seemed like she had checked out at that point.
0: And so the, the saddest part about all of this is that the guy grabbed his empty Wrigley Rita glass <laughs> and brought it with him to take out. Now, you oh, know what? Man. I'll say I am a a, a big advocate for uh, for recycling. And and glass is, <laughs> glass is not something you should well, ever throw away. Yeah. Uh, it can be recycled an infinite number of times. Yes. Uh, and it may, if, if he would have left it there, uh, it may well have gotten thrown away. So good for this guy for being environmentally conscious. But dude, don't. You're on a date with a good-looking yes. woman. Don't bring
1: the glass home. Yes. Well, okay, here are a couple things. Number one, Jack, I think that that's plastic. Is it plastic? I think it's I think it's oh, plastic made to look worse. like a, a mason jar. Yeah, oh, no, my goodness. It is even worse. Um, there are people, including my dad somehow, which we'll get into this, <laughs> but, like, there are people who go around and just collect the cups. Yeah. Like, you'll see these freaks walking around with, like, like thirty cups, yeah, and then they freaking take them home, and not just. And listen, I've taken home like the souvenir soda cups uh, that like have like you know like like a couple years. Like in 2017, there was a bunch of like Cubs World Champions like cups, and they're like harder plastic, and like you can actually keep them. Yeah, and like I've kept those as souvenirs. I, I I'll take one. I'll get. I'll try to get one of each during the season, and I'll keep one. Um, And I can see trying to keep those because it, like, has, like, a specific thing. There's ones where there's, like, a player and, like, there's featured, like, stats and everything. Sure, yeah. That's fine. There's people who just take the disposable, flimsy, solo, clear plastic beer cups. Yeah. And they'll have, like, 30 of them. And, like, they'll walk... It's like these people you see downtown, like, that I was alluding to earlier. Yeah. They probably all have, like, 30 cups on them or whatever. But, like, they walk around and take these cups. And we were sitting next to a guy once and he, like leaned over us and like grabbed like our cups when we were done and it, it's like yeah, that they're freaks. My dad takes them home for his like for like the across the way uh neighbor or something. Okay. I'm like, Dad, what's stop taking these friggin' cups home, man. Yeah. And like it makes you look,
0: look like a crazy person. Yeah, yeah.
1: So anyway, he's I mean, yeah, he's doing it for a specific reason, but I, I, I'm against it anyway. Yeah. Um but uh yeah this was a plastic this this is a plastic because they couldn't if they if they people would be killing they'd be each breaking, other. Breaking
0: they'd be breaking it and killing each yeah. other. Yeah, yeah,
1: it would have happened in the in the bleachers uh, in left field. Uh, <laughs> yeah, on Hispanic Heritage Night, no doubt. Um, but uh, yeah, so like, um, uh, it wasn't even that. And it, and yes, of course, if you're on a date, man, if you really want that cup. Buy a ticket to another game. Go come back tomorrow and get the same drink and get the cup again. Don't don't be carrying that home with you. From, no, unless he was just like, well, this is over. He said maybe he was like, well, this is over. I might as well take this cup. You know, maybe that was maybe that was his resignation. It's just it's just just to keep the cup. Yeah, yeah, I, I could
0: I could imagine that guy just at work the next morning, uh, you know, slightly hungover from all the drinks he had, just being like, "Man, I really blew it, like a blew a golden opportunity with yes. that with that woman."
1: We we should really emphasize how much out of, much, much out of uh his league that she was. Yeah, yeah. So, uh so, so it was she, uh, she did laugh a co- I did see her laugh a couple times, she, but like the guy was like he he I don't remember him turning to his to towards her at any point in the no, night. No, no. So whatever. Um, yeah, that was pretty sad. There,
0: there was also a kid. Uh, so there was a family of three in front of us: uh, two adults and a kid, probably aged 12, 12, maybe twelve years old. Uh, they left about ten p.m. Uh, you yeah. know, the kid was probably a school night for the kid. But this kid, uh, so he was in the road directly in front of us. Yeah, just kept looking at us directly at us now jeremy you were wondering if he was actually looking directly at us i do feel like at one point like i sort of just looked over at him and he was just looking right at me yeah like we jeremy and i were talking and hey you know hey we do we do have interesting things to uh say about about the game and just life in general while we're at a game yeah but this kid was just every time we would turn jeremy and i would talk to each other he would just turn around and look at us yeah
1: um, I don't know I, what his problem no, was. No,
0: I feel like it'd be one of those things. He, so so you know how sometimes you're in one of those scenarios where you're like, okay, okay, so so don't look over there, but you see that guy over there? You know, <laughs> yeah. if, if you were like doing that with that kid, like he would be the worst person to do that with. Yeah, exactly. He would yeah. just look, he would look there.
1: He was the anti blind date guy because he was turned around the whole damn time. <laughs> if, he was, if you could have swapped them out, she would have fallen in love with this 12 year old kid because he was at least paying attention to her. Yeah, right? Yeah, I. you know, at some point like i I like to lean my scorecard like on the ground and lean it against the the seats in front of me Mm -hmm. and i think jack at some point you said something to me and i was responding to you and i like as i started responding to you as i leaned forward towards get getting the scorecard and maybe i was in this kid's ear and i said something like loud yeah and i feel like that was maybe the first time he turned he's like because he turned around and looked as if like i had said something to him but then it's just like then with everything that happened he was just turning around and i wouldn't look at him because I was like, but at some point I'm like, he can't be just looking at us the whole time. Like, I don't know if he was looking at like someone behind us or like some video, like there's like, there is like a side video board. I yeah. don't freaking know. Uh, I never made eye contact with him, but he was definitely turning around Yeah, and that was annoying enough. Yes. Even if he wasn't looking right at us. Yeah. But it was,
0: it was uncomfortable. Um, that and so, kid. so, th- I, so these were good seats. So you wouldn't think that so much crazy stuff would be, would be going on in these seats. But yeah. also about yeah. the fourth inning these three these three uh, uh, women show up they were in about probably in their uh, mid 20s I would say maybe maybe some of two of them were a little bit older and yeah. one of them was younger but they uh, they were sitting a few rows below us or they thought they were well they, uh,
1: they came come strolling in yeah at yeah. some point so
0: they, they came strolling in beer, beers in hands yeah uh, and they uh they sit down uh in front of us in the first row of the they, upper deck yeah
1: they, okay so they go down the row next to us because we were on right on the aisle yeah and they're like going slowly as if they don't know where the hell they're going which they didn't mm-hmm. and they were like they they got down all the way because we're in the upper deck box okay so like it's just like the section is just um the section and then it's the, the row first row like first row of the upper deck. So they walk down to the first row and then they just start like going in and there's not really that many seats and, and, and the seats, the open seats that were there were all the way on the other side of the row. So it's like, you know, I don't know if that's, that's, that's the wrong They went the wrong way. They should have mm-hmm. went in the other way. Anyway, yep. so they crawl over all these people, including like this like old couple, um, who I'm sure are season ticket holders. Yeah. Um, and they go and they sit by them. Because there were three open seats. Mm-hmm. And then, was it even like a half inning?
0: No. They, so what happened was uh, they started talking to the old couple. Yeah. Uh, maybe because they were trying to figure out where the hell they were actually supposed to be. Right. So, yeah, it wasn't even a half inning. It was like a batter or two. Yeah. Uh, and then so the old couple must have informed them that they were mistaken and not supposed to be sitting there. Yeah, so it's, they it's get up. up.
1: <laughs> they get up. They get up. And, like, the one of the girls, like, stood up with the old lady and like they were talking, and in my mind, I thought maybe the old lady was like, "Get out of here! You don't sit here, or like this isn't where your seats are." And then the, the girl was like, "Hey, you don't tell me what to do! Like, like you know, you, you know, what do you, who do you think you are kicking us out of here?" Yeah, like, that's I, it. Almost had that vibe. I like, I in I in, in, uh, inferred that vibe going on between those two people. So then the
0: the three girls they get they get up and they they go back uh, into uh, the. For lack of a better term, what the concourse section of the uh yeah. just the, the the walk the walkway where where you walk along the upper deck yeah and so we I, I was kind of like okay so they weren't sitting there then almost comically they come right back down the in same the same row, the same row at yeah. the same speed yeah uh, just with the same uh, 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 willy nilly sort of look
1: uh. yeah just just wide eyed and head bobbling around like a chameleon or something yeah just looking around like oh what's going on oh. yeah
0: so so the, so no on uh, no. Problem. Progress was made from the the last time they got kicked out of those seats three minutes ago. They come right right down
1: again. Yeah, like they were on a conveyor belt or something. Yeah,
0: and so this time they like stood in the middle of the aisle and we couldn't see anything that was going on. And it took a village... To get those girls to their seats and yeah. people from both sections trying to tell them where they were. I,
1: I was going to go up and say something to them and we were back in like row nine or yeah, something. Yeah.
0: I mean, this was like a, this is like when somebody gets hit with a foul ball and then everybody in like three sections is like, oh my God, is that person okay? Like that is the <laughs> level of attention this situation was drawing. Yeah. So, Finally,
1: some guy like reaches up and like takes their ticket. Yep. To look to 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 freaking decode this this puzzle to yeah, them. Yeah. And like then they go in into, into row 2. Yeah. And so like yeah, my question is like if those were their seats, like if like maybe the guy was like, "Hey, there's three here to sit down," but like if those were their seats, what the hell are you doing going in the first row? Like what do you think that that's where you row? Like, "Oh, we must be in the first row." Why? Your ticket says 2. Why would you go in number 1, you idiots? Yeah. So
0: they uh, so they sit down and they only stayed for a couple of innings. Uh, so the crowd the crowd started to thin out in the late innings. They were still there. Yeah. Uh, so there was a a guy a, a lone a lone guy lone sitting wolf. a lone yeah. wolf sitting <laughs> sitting in in front of them. Okay, uh, he oh, looked like in front of them. yeah. He, so he was sitting in front of them. Uh, you know, he looked like a total bro. Uh, he was wearing a shirt that said Crook County. On it, Uh, and so he was. uh, He started chatting these girls up. He was by himself, so I don't know what I don't know where the hell he came from or where if he was with buddies and they left. But he started he started chatting these girls up, and like specifically, you could tell uh, the girl who was sitting in the middle was uh, the most attractive of the three. You you could tell specifically he was trying to hit on her. Yeah, and so it was one of those things where I was sort of watching this situation unfold. Yeah, and then so uh, you know he he was talking to them for a while. Then he turned around. And he started talking to them again, and so eventually, like he must have uh, realized that he was making no progress with them, uh, so know. he got up and left. But okay. like when he got up, he did this like weird like uh, uh, karate bow to them, oh. like as if he was gonna uh, face them in like a karate match. <laughs> and then he and then he he got up and he left. Uh, so like it was it was interesting, man.
1: It was as if he was just defeated by them. Yeah, <laughs> and, like, he was like, I bow to you for not <laughs> like giving into my wiles, my like, yeah, Lothario ways.
0: Yeah. So so we um you know not only did we see the Cubs uh putting on a horrible offensive showing, we saw we saw a couple dudes strike out as well. Yeah, offensively. Yeah, yeah. O- offensively. Yeah, uh, that, was,
1: that was sad. That was yeah, that was that was bad.
0: It, it was it was um so. On the on the subject of sad things, uh, we saw. I mentioned this briefly on the mini mini sode, but we saw um, a lot of pitching changes yeah. uh, from the Cubs. Uh, now, no, this so I've been noticing this all year. We, we Jeremy and I had never talked about it before this, but it was mm-hmm. just so noticeable that Joe Madden, whenever he comes out to do a pitching change, yeah. you hear this this guitar riff. Uh, yeah, from a song, Jeremy. You think it's from an ACDC I, song? For some
1: reason, I think that it is. Uh, I feel like I tried to look it up at some point, but I I, I, I uh, couldn't I couldn't find it. But I I think it's ACDC, maybe.
0: And yeah. so they play this. They play this every single time Joe Madden comes out for a yeah. pitching change. So there were three pitching changes in the fifth inning. Um, and so they played that song three times in the fifth inning.
1: <laughs> yep,
0: that's what it is, and that's all. That's all they play of yeah. the song. Uh, that that w- it would be like if they played uh, Y M C A every time a, a pitcher for the opposing yeah. team uh, got lifted. Um, and here's the thing: so I get why they play Y M C A when they lift an opposing pitcher. It's it's sort of a, a fun way to say like hit the showers. It's a goofy goofy song.
1: Yeah, um, I have some deeper thoughts about the Y M C A, but I, I don't care to get into them right now. But okay. I, I don't know. I, I question. In the motives of them playing that for sure. the opposing team, but okay,
0: yeah. But uh, yeah, regardless. Um, so 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 there's that, um, and you know, but to me. A, a walk-up music is uh, walk-up music is saved. It almost, it's almost a celebratory thing. Um, a guy is coming to the plate, or uh, you know, a pitcher is coming in, and you're trying to like you're trying to amp it up. So, yeah. so, you, so you play the walk-up music. Uh, wh- who plays who plays walk-up music for like a manager that's coming out to relieve a, to get a pitcher out of the game? Sure. It, yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense to me. Well, it's yeah. a. Dep- it's a depressing. It's a downer. Yes. Because the riff is a downer. So like, what a- are you trying to bring yeah. the crowd down?
1: Yeah. It's a lone. It's. It's a. The the riff smacks of um of uh, failure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's like it's like it's like a lone guitar. It's like and it's just it's like. It's almost like the, like, riff after, like, everyone's gone home for the night. Yeah, it reminds
0: me of something you would hear in, like, Major League when, like, the team is struggling.
1: Yeah, yeah, it is. It's definitely, like, uh, it, it rings of, of failure. Yes. And that's what's happening on the field because yeah. they're pulling out the, the pitcher. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's... it. I mean, listen, it's amplified because there were so many pitching changes in that that inning and and you heard it like an abnormal amount of times. Yeah, there were
0: seven pitching changes in the game.
1: But I do hate it. As a Cubs fan, I hear it when when they're taking a pitcher out, when he's inevitably either loaded the bases or uh, uh, given up runs or just if C.J. Wilson comes in because that's all that he does uh, now. And like, yeah, I I, I, uh, relate that to Cubs – Pitching failures, yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. I don't know. They, and then
0: you get to watch Madden's gait uh, each time he yeah. comes out. Like he he keeps his like hands in his pockets and he's got his head kind of down and he walks to the mound. Like what? Like I was wondering, do I walk the same way to like the train every day when I go to work? <laughs> Is like we yeah. just not you know it's like walk, find a different way to walk out to the mound one of these times?
1: It's quite annoying. It's quite annoying, especially when you know that he's going to make a bad choice. <laughs> it's like. All right, get on out there and make a bad choice of who to put in there. Oh, you want to put C- C-, 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 C. C. in in the fifth inning? All right, great. Oh, Justin Wilson's coming out in the in the eighth with runners at second and third, and you're up by one. Perfect, great, good call, Joe Madden. Yeah. Um, I will say Charlie Manuel. When Charlie Manuel used to walk out to the mound, his head would bob. He'd walk out. He'd be like, I, you know, visual <laughs> joke here, but he's like, he just walks like like an old dude, and uh-huh. like his head would like like, Bob, like, to the left and right, and it was, like, annoying, and I I used to think, like, God, if I was a, a Phillies fan and I had to watch him do that, and, and like, I would lose my mind because it's, like, so friggin' annoying, just to see him like, mm, well, well, my head's bobbing, you know, like whatever. It was very annoying.
0: You you accidentally also said uh, C.J. Wilson. Uh, I think you just, oh did you, I? You, you combined two bad options <laughs> uh, in that in that one thing. Uh, yeah. So so Jeremy, you mentioned that you you saw something in the top of the sixth during an Adam Frazier at bat. Well,
1: to keep with the sadness thing, um, yeah, I don't know if you saw that, but uh, during the sixth inning. Uh, there was a lone balloon that flew away into the over the field and just uh, man, what, did, the... what did
0: Pennywise grab somebody?
1: <laughs> yeah, he got little Richie Denbro. <laughs> um, but uh yeah, so like or I guess Georgie Denbro. Uh-huh. Um, but uh yeah, like just a lone helium balloon flew off into the sky, and it was almost like the Cubs, uh, you know, lead in the Central Division just yep. floating away. Yep, yeah. Basically. It was it was a symbol for uh-huh. sure, and it was another sad thing that happened. Okay. So I don't think you saw that, but I I painfully did see it.
0: Uh, unfortunately, uh, Jeremy, your, your memory uh, fails you uh, for this one. But so, so we, we take some notes yeah. uh, during the game for stuff we're going to talk about. And uh, what? So what was this one you forgot? Was the thing? Well,
1: I just have a note here in my in my phone um, amongst my other notes, and I couldn't remember it now two days later. But I wrote down "disgusting freak kisses girl."
0: <laughs> well, what I'll say is this, Jeremy. At least that disgusting freak got somewhere with the girl <laughs> he was
1: with. It's true. Yeah, I think yeah he got better. He he had better results than um the people in front of us. So. Now
0: you you specifically said uh, after the stadium started to thin out a little bit, it will. So it became kind of a shit show. Uh, the yeah. Cubs got down about 6 nothing. It was clear that they weren't going to come back and the game was over, and it was late. It started at 8 p.m. So once once you're getting on to the late innings, it was ten thirty, eleven at night, on a yeah. work night, a school night. So uh, people started to clear out. And so Jeremy says to me, once that starts to happen, he said, uh, this is, from what I understand, what it felt like in the 70s at a Cubs game. Just a bunch of drunk deadbeats. Yeah,
1: yeah, right, yeah, a bunch of deadbeats uh, for sure. Um, what did I write? Yeah. End of the game crowd was, like, the 70s. Drunks, deadbeats. A guy fell down behind us. Like, like, so, in the upper deck reserved, which are truly the cheapest. Actually, the upper deck reserved outfield are the cheapest. We were in the infield, so they paid, like, $2 more for Mm. the seats. But some guy was, like, crossing crossing past these, like, two girls in a row. But they were the only two people in the whole section. And he, like, tripped. Like, all we heard was, like, a, a thud. And, like, some dude fell. And, like, I heard, like, plastic snapping. And, like, he fell. He tripped over these girls. Or he tripped going through down the... Maybe he tripped going down an empty aisle. But it's not like he landed on one of those, like, cup holders and broke it. Yeah. And, like, he was just like, ooh, okay, <laughs> ooh, oops. And then, like, I saw, like, I was, like, I was trying to watch this and, like, the the women were, like, kind of, like, laughing and they looked, like, trashy, too. Like, yeah. Like, there was a bunch of scum. And, like... um <laughs> I saw like some Wrigley uh, officials, like uh, workers, going up to this guy, and I think he said something like, "Oh, you're kicking me out? I gotta go." And there, you know, and like I lost sight of him, but it's like that guy's falling down in the back, and it just, it, yeah, it was a mess. Like, and so here's here's here begin rant, I guess here, yeah, an hour and three minute mark. Um, the the crowd friggin' sucked, and here's the thing, it's like. I wasn't in a position to like love the crowd because I was pissed. I'm coming I was at the game the night before and they they did nothing. Um that that game was over in the top of the first inning cuz Cervelli hit that homer. Um and like people are like leaving and like not paying attention. Um and I was just pissed. And like the crowd they seemed like a bunch of idiots and like I was I was yeah, I was mad at the team and I was even more mad at the at the crowd. Like it's like have some dignity, like have some smarts. Like they were cheering for the ball boy going to get, like, a foul ball. Mm-hmm. Like if the ball, like, if it's a foul tip behind home plate, the the ball boy, who, like, oddly is dressed like a security guard or whatever. I don't know why. But, like, he runs to get the ball. And, like, his, I think his his MO is, like, run as fast as you can, get the ball and get the F out of there, yeah. you know? Like, and so he does that. And it's comical because he looks like a little goofball wearing, like, his, like, you know, work shirt or whatever yeah. and a helmet and, like, blue khakis or blue uh, work pants. And, like... So it happens. It happens when the Cubs are doing well too, but or like when when a good game is going on. But like the idiot fans are cheering for for him, and they like cheer him as he runs faster. They're like oh, they're, they're like he, he the, the crowd gets uproarious about seeing this idiot like run to get the ball. I shouldn't even call him an idiot. He's just doing his job, I guess. Uh huh. But um, uh, they cheer for him, and it's like. It's exemplary of like when people say like that oh rugby really feels like a big beer garden or whatever like the fans don't pay attention or something like it, this is the worst of the worst. and it's like they're cheering for this ball boy when the team is losing six to nothing and they've they, their their lead in the central division has has crumbled to like a half game. And so it's like if you're so like unhappy, with the team or with the game or the, whatever that you would need to like cheer for this ball boy to like get your kicks and like have fun just go home it's 10 o'clock at night it's a work night just go home and go to sleep you know watch watch Jimmy Fallon or something don't sit there don't stay in this friggin stadium and cheer this ball boy just go home just leave it was, it was so annoying and it's like there you know when the when the Cubs like give up like 3 runs in an inning and then they walk off the field and the the crowd cheers for them like why are you cheering they just gave up 3 runs don't do any. You don't have to, If you don't want to boo them, don't boo. But don't cheer them either.
0: Yeah, and like, these are professional athletes. So yeah, they can take whatever they have to take.
1: Yeah, I mean, what are you doing? Like, what do you think that's gonna help them be better? Like, all right, now go out and hit a three-run homer. Uh, the leadoff guy, go ahead. No one on base. Hit a three-run homer and tie it up. Like, what? What are you? What are you gonna? What? What's wrong with you people? It's
0: like the, the. I didn't watch these clips, but the rally rat last night. Oh like they yeah, were cheering I didn't on see Some that. kind of rat <laughs> <laughs> during the game.
1: It's, I meant to. I saw that that thing on Deadspin. I didn't click on it. At <laughs> Yeah, so, yeah. But, I mean, I, I mean, something out of the ordinary like that is, I guess you need to, like, kind of, like, make that a special moment or something. But, like, this is just, <laughs> like, regular bull bull crap, like, that, like, fans do. And, like, it, I guess it's just amplified. Listen, I, I, I realize, like, if the Cubs were, like, ten games ahead, I wouldn't have had as big of a problem with it. Yeah. But, like, it was just annoying. It's, like... Do you know what's happening here, you idiots? The Cubs are the season is 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 crumbling away from them, and you're gonna you're gonna cheer about something. There's nothing to cheer about. That's like like either be mad or be upset or leave. (laughs) That's it. Why are you having
0: fun? There's no there's nothing to have fun about. Right, Uh, and I mean Rizzo almost got Bartmaned. Uh, yesterday well, too, and, and it
1: carried on beyond our game. That, that yeah, so I have more yeah. on that. And yeah. so
0: I, I had actually this happened a couple of weeks ago, but I think it was during uh, a, a, maybe the Cubs Brewers game. But uh, a fan almost interfered with the yeah. Zobrist pop out. Yeah, uh, and so it's it. You would think that Bart, like the fans, would learn a lesson from the
1: Bartman thing. And yeah, you would think so. But the the people who are who can afford to sit that close are the stupidest ones because they they don't know, they don't follow the game. Like, this is, here's the arc of, of this podcast about how, like, we know what's going on. We actually follow along. And you don't have to be a frigging rocket, rocket scientist to follow along with what's going on. You just need to, like, pay a little bit of attention. But these idiots can afford to sit in the first row and they don't know what the hell's going on. And so, yeah, last night, um... It's all, actually all these people that I'm ranting on are, are people in the front row I guess it's because you can see them on the game yeah by the way Marlin's man is there here here's the thing guys if you want to you want to do something maybe we should start a, a Kickstarter donate to the podcast and we'll buy Marlin's man a black jersey and a black hat <laughs> there's something that doesn't he can still wear Marlin's to a Cubs Pirates game but how about something in black so you don't stand out on the on the uh, uh, the
0: Marlins wear black jerseys
1: yeah. Yeah, wear the black one, dude. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, you re- would refuse it because you want to st- stand out <laughs> yeah. on the broadcast? Well, go screw off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so these are all the first row people that I have th- to, to, to rant about. But, like, yes, last night, a friggin' guy, almost Bartman Rizzo. Yeah. And he, did, he, he like, turned around. Like, they have a great – there's a great photo of it, actually, from, like, the dugout or, like, from, like, the, the, the pit where all the f- photographers stand. And, like – you see the guy, like, the guy goes and, like, catches the ball, and he looks, and he has this, like, dumb look on his face, like, oh, I didn't know Rizzo would be standing there. Yeah. It's like, have some freaking uh, awareness of where you are. You're sitting in run, right in front of this opening. Like, someone's going to be there. Like, like like whatever. Yeah. It's, I'm, Theo addressed it. Did he? He said, like, you know, we understand that uh, fans, uh, the instincts of fans, but we would hope that the home crowd would... Uh, help out our our players.
0: Well, here's the thing. So Rizzo was uh, pretty classy about it. He didn't. He didn't like. Uh, yeah. Uh, he didn't make a big deal out of it. You could. There, were, there was a bit of frustration uh, in the in the moment after it happened. Yeah. But he he didn't say anything about it after the game and even during the game in the heat of the moment he didn't really uh you know like he f- didn't tell the guy aloo. to fuck off.
1: He didn't moises Alu it. You yes. Mean? Yeah.
0: And yeah. put all the blame on on that guy. Now here's the thing though that was potentially a lot more costly than the Bartman thing because in the Bartman thing. Uh, there were a million other reasons why they ended up losing that game that had nothing to do with Bartman. Uh, yeah. You know, we we probably even rehash this on the podcast, but just you know, Dusty Baker's man, bullpen management, the error uh, at shortstop by Gonzalez in this game. Because so the, the, I didn't get to see the game, but I, there was the replay. Uh, was happening when I was at the gym today, uh, and it was playing that part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, exactly that part. I came in right when the Rizzo thing happened, okay. and so right after that, it was Cervelli who was at the plate. Uh, yeah. Cubs killer number one. Yes. Uh, he is their Pennywise at this at this point in the season. Uh, he, so
1: he kills the Cubs and he kills a good steroid too.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he was at the plate. Uh, that that would have gotten him out. Yes. Uh, if Rizzo had caught that, I think he he then doubled. He doubled uh, at, that, it. Barely
1: that. went. It barely missed going out of the ballpark. Yes, which uh, would have ended the game.
0: Yeah. So he. So he doubled, and then. Uh, uh, so then I think it was second and third, and then Marte uh, got a single to uh, to tie the game. I think maybe yeah. the Cubs got another out, uh, but then Marte singled with two outs to tie the game. Yeah. So basically, this guy's Bartman uh, th- thing almost. Cost them the game, whereas the actual yeah. barman thing, I mean, it's pretty debatable whether whether that you know did or not. But this was this was bad. This was potentially really bad. Yeah,
1: and this freaking guy, like, like I mean, I I was like like um, bickering with my girlfriend because like I was so irate about it. And like we were talking about like, did they leave? And I thought I saw him. Like I was trying to look for him in the stands, like when they came back into the tenth inning, if they had like chased him out of there or what. But I mean, this guy turned around, and, like the look on his face. Was like, oh, I didn't expect a player to be there. Like, well, just you get out of the stadium. Don't Mm -hmm. go. Don't walk in the stadium. Just leave. Just go home. Whatever. Anyway, he's a friggin' idiot. Um and uh yeah I mean he's lucky that the friggin' Cubs won that yeah,
0: game. It's pro- the Cubs are probably lucky they won uh too. Yes, um, yeah. actually your boy El Mora ended up getting the key hit with runners in He did position. yes yeah. Um hey you know it's it, that it's Cato Cavin reverse psychology baby. Well, you, know, there, you can't the, be sad about it.
1: There you go. I will say that the pitch before they he got the hit he like l- watched a fastball like in the upper like upper uh, strike zone go like upper like corner of the of the plate. It was it was a strike. A good pitch to hit. It was a good pitch to hit, and he watched it go right by. Mm-hmm. So that was strike two. But then he <laughs> kind of got the hit. Hit. So anyway, but on the pitch that uh, Marte hit, there was a guy in the first row behind home plate, and he was doing this. He was like. <laughs> he was, like, describe what I'm doing, Jack. Uh, you're, you're doing that
0: thing where, like, you have your hands together and you're doing, like, a waving motion with your arms. <laughs> I mean, we should just videotape you doing it uh, and put it on the website. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty funny.
1: <laughs> if you want to watch the, the video, too, of when he gets hit. This guy was in the first row. I like, guarantee you he didn't he, – that wasn't his seat. I guarantee you he snuck into that row. Yeah. Um, but he's – Right behind home plate. So, like, it's one of those things where, like, if you wave your – it's like like a, a free throw in basketball where you wave your hands. Yeah. Try to distract the guy. Yeah. But you do it to the opposite team. I don't know if this guy was a fan of the Cubs or a Pirates fan or just a fucking idiot. But he was, like, <laughs> doing this, like, stupid arm, like, like wave thing in the first row. And then he – <laughs> the pitch gets hit uh, for to tie the game. <laughs> and it's like, what if – you might have screwed up uh, C-Shuck. Was it c who yeah, was pitching?
0: Uh, a man, I don't know who was in the game. I, but. Yeah, I
1: know. I, okay. I don't even remember. But okay. it's like, well, you just screwed up our own pitcher. Are you happy, you fucking idiot? Yeah. Like, you're trying to get on the, the camp – like, you're trying to be f- funny on TV. Well, there you go. You just cost the game for the Cubs. Uh-huh. So that guy's an idiot. Tonight, I got, I got another thing. Um – when Wilson Contreras was thrown out going to home plate, yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not going to get to bed for like three hours now. It's midnight right now. Um, Wilson Contreras got thrown out trying to score tonight. He, if you watch the play, like he never got close to home plate, um, not not nowhere near it, and he got tagged out like like early. He never touched home plate, mm-hmm. and then you see a guy in the back. Uh, like if you watch the reverse angle, that's pointing towards, like, the third base line. You see this guy in the first row make a safe call. (laughs) And, like, Wilson Contreras was never anywhere remotely near home plate. He never touched home plate. There was no play at the plate. Like, I mean, there was no, like, call at the plate. You know, like, close yeah, call. I,
0: I was, um I was sort of half-watching the game uh, at that point. I saw him get tagged out, but I didn't see uh, anything else in the plate. Was it just a bad send?
1: Yeah, it was okay. a bad send. Uh, Butter- Brian Butterfield was was very liberal. He was like shades of Wendell Kim, waving Wendell <laughs> uh, tonight. Like, he sent uh, C- Contreras. They showed it. Um... He hadn't even touched third base, and Pablo Reyes in left field caught it. Or he, he, he fielded the ball before Contreras even touched third base, oh, and he man. sent him. Oh, man. Um, he, he later sent John Lester, too, on a play where Lester was almost thrown out, but yep. he, he was safe. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Butterfield, I don't know, he was trying to make it happen tonight, I guess, yeah. for the team. he's. I guess he knows that they need runs or whatever, so he's right. sending guys before they even touch third base. Right. Um, and then just on the way home, on the way up uh, from downtown to your place, Jack, I, um, I was watching the game on my phone, I was watching the uh, top of the ninth where the Cubs, where Jesse Chavez got the the final outs, and as the final out was made, a red line train passed by that was jam packed full of fans. So they clearly left early, mm-hmm. and it was just like, and I know that that stuff happens, but yeah. it's like, you know, just keep riding, just ride all the way to the friggin' south side and just stay there, like, <laughs> yeah. like don't go to friggin' games. I don't care if it's a it's a week or whatever. If you go to the game and your team is clinging. Desperately to a, a NL Central uh, first place, don't leave the frigging game early. No, like it's, it's not so like it frigging annoying. Not
0: like it was ten to nothing; it was three nothing. The uh, just a one-one Pirates rally they could have gotten right back in. It. Yeah,
1: yeah. This is crap that happened like in the nineties, like with the Cubs, and it's like I can excuse it then because the team was crap. But you, you're too like I think I feel like Cubs fans have gotten smarter over the years. Um, but this is just like this is just like out of bounds stuff, and like. People should be called out on it, but it, you know, obviously, it, I'm be, I'm the crazy one. But like, it's 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 maddening to see. It's Joe maddening to yeah. see. Yeah, yeah, um, know. Yeah, yeah, uh, to see these these uh, these fans like behaving like stupid fans mm-hmm. uh, when so much is at stake with every freaking pitch of the game. I'm like driving myself crazy. I'm yeah. I'm getting into fights. Like I'm I'm a, I'm a wreck. And, like, these people are just like, oh, yeah, let's leave early. Let's make this stupid hand motion and screw up our own picture because we yeah. want to be – because we think we might be on TV. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Go home. Don't ever come back. You should be banned from Wrigley just like those racist guys in the in the bleachers.
0: Who they found, by the way. They
1: found the, – the official statement after it was like, those fans will pro- <laughs> probably be banned longer. They're like – uh, they were kicked out for fighting, so they'll be banned for the rest of 2018. And for the for those other fans, they'll probably be banned longer than that. Yeah. Like, oh, you think so? They think you might ban them longer.
0: They're probably trying to figure out a way they can like do a special effect thing and like insert Ronnie Woo Woo like in yeah. like next to those guys, so they can also ban him for life.
1: Well, yeah, I would I would do that. Let me get my Photoshop open on my phone <laughs> on my computer. So anyway, Jesus man, yeah. So sorry, did, I had to go there.
0: No, no, it's okay. Well, briefly. Uh, let's talk about uh, the game a little bit. Uh, so, yeah. Jeremy, one thing I actually forgot about was that there were guys like uh, Josh Harrison and Jordy Mercer, and maybe even Sean Rodriguez on the roster, and none of these guys played.
1: Yeah, they they mentioned that uh, a couple of days ago with uh, on the Cubs broadcasts uh, yesterday. Actually, I mm-hmm. guess um, that like yeah, these guys they haven't been playing. These guys, Josh Harrison has. They said he's had like 17 at bats all. Sp- September. Yeah, or something and he, like that. He, he
0: was. He started the game tonight. And yeah, they did mention he had like yeah that that few at bats. Yeah,
1: and they were saying like he's a free agent to be. So I mm-hmm. guess they're like they're making you know they're they're sending a message or they're they're like all right well we got to audition some other guys here. We got to see. um you know how many times Adam Frazier can kick the ball at second base. Uh, um, so, so yeah, I had I had kind of not
0: realized that those guys were even still on the team. Um, uh, Schwarber put together some pretty bad at bats for the Cubs and he hey, had three Ks. If
1: you needed, if you need a bad at bat, send Kyle Schwarber up there because that's all he's doing lately is having bad at bats. Mm-hmm. He stranded two. He stranded. Uh, he struck out with two guys on base uh, in the first, and also in what the. Fourth?
0: Yeah, it was the first and the sixth. He first stranded the a six. total of four guys. Yeah, so he took an 0 for 4. His, uh, his last at bat was a 6-3 ground out, so at least he made contact at that point.
1: Yeah, Schwarber, like, had good numbers to start the year. His on-base percentage is still okay, but, like, he just – he has these half swings that, like – You know, swing and a miss, and he he swings like—it's like a check swing, and it's like—he just looks bad. When he's bad, he looks really bad.
0: Yeah, he's like a worse version of Adam Dunn, almost. You know, he's going to hit about 230, 240 uh, with—if he plays every day, 25, 30 homers. Yeah. Um, And that's that seems like it's about all he's going to give you at this point. Um, Just watching the Cubs in general— uh, Jeremy, I had always wondered uh what a game would look like if Jason Kendall took every single at bat for your team and uh, <laughs> that was definitely what this Cubs game was I don't Ugh. think they hit one ball to the warning track yeah it would, they wouldn't have hit anything to the warning track if they'd been standing on second base yeah uh, it was a yeah, it was an out yeah, yeah it was a it was a it was a pathetic showing uh, by the Cubs you mentioned their bats look dead yeah. uh they have. Put it together the last two nights and got two needed wins, but. which is
1: which is why we needed to chime in on the walk home. Yeah, like because they, yeah, like yeah, last night they they had a, a fair uh, offensive outing and tonight they had glimpses. Um, so who knows what's happening? But uh, from the look of the team after Monday and Tuesday's game. It's like a team that has no place being in the playoffs at all.
0: No, and uh a team that has no place in being in the playoffs would definitely be pitching Alan Webster in a game. And uh that was what we saw yeah, late in, in the
1: final week of September, first cubs team is in first place. Let's put Alan Webster out there. And they haven't clinched yet. I could see maybe if they had clinched early, yeah. yeah. Know, get the kid in there. But uh <laughs> Well, I don't know if you uh,
0: could call Alan Webster a
1: kid at this no. point. No, but he does look like a kid, a former child TV star. He
0: does, uh, yeah. There's something about him. He just looks like he's uh, been through the ringer in his uh, in his headshot. Also, we noticed that Colin Moran has a weird headshot. Like he's smiling, but he's not using any of his cheek muscles. Yeah, he when looks he's like he's a
1: Thundercat it. or something. Yeah, because yeah, he's got a big red beard. Yeah, he looks like like uh, the leader of the Thundercats. Like he's like growling at the picture. It's like, <laughs> dude, just just. Just be friggin' normal. Like, you're lucky to be in the league. Anyway... So, two weird... Alan Webster's headshot does not look good. No, and no. I And I, I I feel like I can't go back to the accountant well, but, like, I take it all back about whoever else I said looked like an accountant. He looks like a friggin' accountant.
0: Yeah, yeah. He, he does not look like a ball player. Uh, we also uh, saw Pop. Pa- Is it Pablo Reyes? We saw I think
1: pa- it's Pablo Reyes. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so, he uh, he hit a three-run homer off Mike Montgomery. Jeremy said to me, well, uh, you know, if, if, the, if the Cubs don't make the playoffs, you can blame the season on Pablo Reyes.
1: Yeah, well, like, that's gonna be, like, the guy. Like, I, I think we talked about this on the podcast, mm-hmm. right? It's like, you see, a, like, in a crucial game, a guy comes up who you never heard of. Like, yeah, right, because we talked about Rajay Davis, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, yeah, a guy, just some bum comes up, and you're like, who the hell is this guy? And then he's like, that's the guy who's gonna hit the three-run homer to, like, break your back. Yeah. Um. It happened in 2014. Uh, Victor Diaz for the Mets mm-hmm. hit a homer off of LaTroy Hawkins. And, like, yeah, never did anything at all um mm. in his career, but um he uh hit like this backbreaking homer against the Cubs. There was a guy on the Reds who had a a hit at one point in like maybe 08 or, or something that, you know, you thought like was going to like ruin the season, but it didn't. Um but yeah, I'm always uh, highly in tune to these guys. And so Pablo Reyes, he hit a homer in Monday's game, mm-hmm. um, off of Brian Dunsing, which maybe isn't, they shouldn't count, they should count that as a, a triple or something.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Pablo Reyes is 5'8, uh, 170. Uh, as one yeah. of my friends would say, he's straight out of Shrimpton. Uh, he's, <laughs> uh, he's, a, he's a little guy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so this is not the guy who you think is going to hit back to back homers off of you and, you know, put you within like a. Uh, eyelash of falling out of first place.
0: No, and so there's one more thing I want. I wanted to mention. Uh, I've been wanting to bring this up on a podcast, but I don't. I. I didn't. Know that there would be an opportunity, and hey, hey here's a perfect opportunity. Stephen Brault uh, had the ninth for the Pirates. He pitched a one-two-three inning.
1: Squirm, what's
0: his S- name? Uh, squid. squid? Squid, I believe, because yeah. he's got like these weird sleeve tattoos on his arms that look like they're scales, but they're like color. <laughs> they're like uh, the colors of the rainbow. Uh, yeah, so he's got okay. a bunch of tattoos. I assume that that's squid is a reference to like ink. Um, just having a lot of ink perhaps. I don't know. That, that seems like a a big stretch. Like,
1: uh, it's pretty high, high concept for a bunch of baseball players.
0: (laughs) It it is, it is. Uh, so, uh, there is a clip, uh, on, on YouTube. Uh, you can look this up. Uh, we could try to post it on the website, but of Stephen Brault, uh, singing the national anthem, uh, at, at a game. Uh, he does a good. He does a good job. He's got kind of a high voice. It seems like he was singing it at either a makeup game or the first game of a doubleheader. Uh, it's oh. at PNC Park uh, because there is a very very sparse crowd. It's actually against the Brewers, uh, okay. but it's it's worth uh, it's worth worth checking this video out. First of all, you're, you're a little worried that like his voice is going to crack, but it doesn't. He does a fine job. Okay. He does it a cappella. But you're, the biggest takeaway for me uh, somehow is what a piece of shit Sean Rodriguez is. Uh-huh. Like he's 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 he's, uh, he's in the line with the players uh, and he's just he's got his man bun. And he keeps, like, he keeps, like, looking over and, like, doing, like, a, a shit-eating grin to Steven brawl but, like, he's the only guy who's doing it. It's like, uh. t- fuck, t- turn around. Like, you know, okay, we know that your teammate is, like, you know, doing this and putting himself out there. Yeah,
1: exactly. But,
0: like, stop fucking turning around and laughing at him. Like, it, like let's see you. Let's see you do this.
1: Yeah, or do, so, do anything. Yeah. Try to juggle, you dope.
0: Yeah, try to hit better than 170 and, like, somehow, actually, I, I was mistaken. He was not listed on the roster for the Pirates, uh. so maybe he's hurt or they... Just cut him, or I have no idea. Yeah, who knows? But, He's not
1: worth keeping track of. No,
0: no. Uh, but so, so yeah, that's uh, Stephen Brault singing the national anthem. He did a good job. He'll probably it'll be probably something that he'll do like once a season, maybe, uh, if he stays in the majors. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, hit, hidden talent.
1: Okay. He was better than Carl Lewis.
0: Uh, I did not see that clip.
1: That was the all-time like worst anthem. <laughs> okay. I'll throw, we'll throw that one on you, because okay. now I said it.
0: <laughs> awesome. Uh, I, I think I may know. Is this at a basketball game? Yeah. He, okay,
1: me and actually former <laughs> guest Ben Perkins we, we, we laugh about this all the time because he goes like and the rockets red glare uh oh <laughs> he goes like uh oh <laughs> like he knew he, yeah, yeah. He's like, and then he goes like hold on hold on I'll get it back I'll get it like it's like it's just a train wreck <laughs> yeah it's horrible but it, it's one of the all time great videos okay okay, okay. Well, uh Jeremy, I don't know, uh
0: p- perhaps we could do a podcast uh, after the uh uh the Wild Card games. We don't yeah. we haven't really talked too much the po- busy times postseason getting started.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's tough, man. It's tough. It's like it, I we might have to do just like a, a, a recap because like it's hard to like any sort of minisode topic we're going to do is going to be kind of half-hearted because like there's so much at stake right now. So there is. we'll see what we can what we can put together and and give a quality uh uh broadcast uh but uh yeah there's yeah there's a lot going on and uh man i don't know yeah it's yeah at at this time next week you know one of our teams could be out uh, both of our teams could be out i don't know if both could be out both uh
0: out. well yeah it w- w- we'll see um yeah, yeah actually both of them probably could not be out one yeah, of them yeah, will yeah. be in the division series yeah uh but we we don't know who that's going to be yet uh one of us is going to be a lot happier than the other one uh <laughs> but you know yeah. that's that's happened before on this podcast i may
1: so. have hit rock bottom already <laughs> it might have been during like the the <laughs> during sometime on Tuesday during that or during our game,
0: yeah, I and I feel like the Brewers are uh, playing with house money at this point. Uh, yeah. They're uh, they they've clinched a playoff spot. The rebuild is going a lot faster uh, than anybody thought it was going. Uh, I do feel like Yelich uh, had six RBIs. I think on Tuesday night, he with that game, I think he really got himself back in the uh, uh, well. He was in the MVP conversation, yeah. but uh, I think a lot of people were kind of conceding that it was going to be Baez at this point. But Yelich yeah. uh, uh, has been. Unreal. So that's not something that's going to happen. The MVP uh, is not going to be named until what, November uh, after the season. But, uh, you know, that'll be something to follow as well um, with our two respective players because it looks like one of those guys is going to be the MVP.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, Jelic is really carrying the team more than Baez is carrying the team right now. Mm -hmm. You know, Baez did it most of the year, but right now, um, no one, you know, he's not stepping up. And I know that, like, he did it for all season, but it's like, we, we still need it now. Yep. You know, and if you want to be the MVP, Dan Bernstein from The Score wrote an article about it. Like, this is the time for Bias to earn the MVP, and he's not really doing it right now.
0: Yeah, he's almost down to under 290. I mean, I think he was at 292 in the game we went to. Okay, um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we uh, we'll, we'll we'll see we'll see what we end up doing. But uh, I think that is gonna about wrap it up for this one. Yeah,
1: it sure is. Uh, if you rep, if you uh, delete my whole uh, rant from this uh, the episode's a lot shorter. But, uh, it was a, I think it was a 14 minute rant. <laughs> ooh,
0: ooh, that yeah, that's a, that's an all timer. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's up there with a, a, a Lou Pinella yeah. uh, rant
1: and Paul Inca.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he was Paul
1: Inca. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, yeah, we'll sign off for now. So I'm Jeremy D'Nicio. I'm
0: Jack Swakowski.
1: We'll see you next time on Rain Delay Theater. <laughs> Later we